the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. The fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is on track today. The terrorist freed 17 more hostages, including 14 Israelis, and amongst the group a third set of uh, the releases today, a four-year-old American hostage. Her name is Abigail Edan. She was set free by Hamas. President Biden says she's free and in Israel. Her parents were murdered by Hamas, however, on October 7th. Former President Trump used college football rivalry weekend to rally his supporters in a key state and upstage his Republican opponent, Nikki Haley, on her home turf at the Clemson, South Carolina football game. Former president and current frontrunner for the 2024 GOP nomination arrived at Williams-Brice Stadium in Columbia to chants of, We Want Trump from the Capacity Crowd. This is SRN News. Eric Metaxas explains the process with this latest book. I've never, never, ever, ever felt God calling me to write a book. Now, to some people that sounds loony. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, but it does feel to me, I had never felt that feeling before that I've got to write this in obedience Mm. to God because this is happening now and I need to write this and I need to reach the Christians and the Christian leaders that are capable of being reached. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Visit am1280thepatriot.com and click the half-off deals icon so you can check out the Patriot Half-Off Deals program and save 50% or more on great products and services right here in the Twin Cities. It's the Patriot Half-Off Deals program at am1280thepatriot.com. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, today's high 33 degrees with breezy wind conditions with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Tonight's low 16 with mostly cloudy skies. Monday, sunny with a high of 27. It's am1280thepatriot. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
And uh, I'm going to apologize in advance because every so often you might hear about two, three seconds of dead air because I have to clear my throat. So I hit the cough button like that. So I apologize for that. I, I am staying well hydrated, too. Uh, yes, we are back live on this Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, obviously, a rare and well-deserved break. Last Sunday, we played a best-of show uh, last Sunday. And when I told people, hey, next uh, this Sunday, um, November 19th show is going to be a best-of show, enough of the Weisenheimers went, what, two hours of dead air? No, no, no. We just played a best-of show. So people are like, what are they? What's he talking about? This is old news. Well, it was a best-of show. Uh, I... Uh, I actually had uh, planned to go to the Eagles concert Saturday evening in downtown St. Paul. Phenomenal show, by the way. Their long goodbye tour. And uh, I probably could have done the show Sunday, but I had caught a vicious cold in the middle of the week. And I went to the Eagles concert on pure adrenaline, even though I still wasn't feeling great. Um, and then Sunday morning, I you know still felt pretty lousy. So it was, it was good that I took the day off because I might have called in sick as a result. But... Back here, Thanksgiving weekend, feeling great and good to be with you as always. And again, hope you had a blessed holiday with your family. One of the things, one of the disturbing trends that has kind of cropped up, to my recollection, it's been the past 10 years or so. I remember it starting during the Obama years. Because, of course, when Barack Obama was elected president, one of his signature campaign issues was health care reform and implementing Obamacare. And it was pretty obvious the solutions he was proposing on the campaign trail would have been an absolute disaster for our health care system. And when Obama was elected and got an overwhelming majority in Congress, they were able to pass the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare. And it was basically a big power grab to try to undermine the insurance industry. And as far back as I can remember, I would probably say 2012, 2013, 2014, when the major provisions of Obamacare started to kick in, you had these Vox, it's a left-wing website, Vox, they put out these explainers, you know, like Vox explains, yada, yada, yada. Well, one year they put out, an explain, you know, like a, a handy dandy guide to navigating the Thanksgiving holiday. And this was about how to combat your crazy Republican uncle's false talking points about Obamacare. Basically stoking division. And that was ba- that was the core tenet of the Obama administration was stoking division. Because if you were critical of Obama's policies, it had nothing to do with the substance of a policies. It had to do with, well, you were secretly racist. You were secretly angry that, a, that America elected a black man to be president. I mean, that was, their, that was their rationale. Obama was beyond reproach. You couldn't criticize him. Okay, so, you know, how could you criticize someone like this? It has to be racism. You know, it was just classic projection they were engaging in. Well, I'll get back to that in a minute. So, of course, this past Thursday, being Thanksgiving, uh, as was tradition, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was taking place. And uh, President Joe Biden, who was enjoying Thanksgiving in uh, Nantucket, I guess he decided to call in to NBC News as Al Roker. Al Roker was, uh, I think, was he hosting the Thanksgiving Day Parade? I don't know. I, I don't typically watch much TV before football <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day, I'll be honest. 
But this is from NBCNews.com. President Joe Biden called upon a deeply divided U.S. to, quote-unquote, stop the rancor as he continued a longtime family tradition of celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday on this island off of Cape Cod. Biden and his wife, Jill Biden, phoned into NBC News' Al Roker before the Thanksgiving Day Parade in Manhattan. In brief, upbeat remarks, they said Americans should unite in addressing problems the nation confronts. Though polling shows the two parties are split on a range of issues, Biden said most Americans would prefer to see the acrimony come to an end. Uh, On this Thanksgiving, Al, we have to come together, the president said. We we have different uh, political views, but we have one view. The one view is that we're the finest, greatest nation in the world. We should focus on that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So the president's quote is, the one view we should all have is that we're the finest, greatest nation in the world. We should focus on that. Oh, that's going to rile up the progressive base. Because the progs, the wokists, woko haram, they all believe that America is the scourge of the world and that we're the source of the problems all over the world and that we're the, we're the great evil empire. That, that's, that's the prevailing sentiment among a lot of leftists, isn't it? But <clears throat> I digress. Continuing with the president's quote, uh, we should focus on dealing with our problems and being together and stop the rancor. We believe to bring the nation together and treat each other with a little bit of decency. And I think that's where the vast majority of the American people are. So the president is saying all this, while at the same time, we see a story about how the Biden campaign released a guide of how to respond to crazy mega nonsense from relatives during the holidays. So the president is preaching unity. We need to come together, stop the acrimony, while at the same time, his re-election campaign, his administration, whomever it is, puts out a guide to deal with your crazy mega relative or deal with your relatives and their crazy mega nonsense. This is from foxnews.com. The Biden-Harris re-election campaign shared a handy guide for responding to crazy mega nonsense for supporters heading into the holidays with Trump-supporting family members. The guide shared talking points to respond to conservative rhetoric about subjects from immigration to the economy. One slide included responses to when someone claims Trump secured our border to a reply to reply with a no, he didn't, followed by claims that all he did was separate families, put children in cages and leave behind a broken immigration system for Joe Biden to clean up. So, again, that's that's supposed to be your response. No, no facts to back this up. No factual assertions. No evidence to say that Joe Biden was given a mess to clean up. No, none of that. Just this. This is the this is what you say. End of story. Full stop. Because, as we know, when someone says full stop, that means the end of debate. Right. Well, do you really want to go there? Putting children in cages. You remember when the I think it was a um, was it the Arizona Republic. Some newspaper down in, in one of the border states that put out a story about uh, how, how during the Trump administration, you know, during the Trump administration, children were being kept in cages. This came out in 2017, 2018, something like that. Oh, my God. Scandal of the greatest magnitude. Look at these young kids in cages. The, the, the Trump administration, these these family members coming across the border, just wanting a better life. And Trump takes the kids away, puts them in cages while he interrogates the family members. 
and they showed a picture of kids in cages. It was later ascertained that that photo was taken in 2014. Who was president in 2014? And all of a sudden, a lot of that rhetoric disappeared. Oh, they tried to gaslight you continually, saying Trump put kids in cages because, you know, they, they, they gaslight into people believing Trump is the great scourge on American culture. And again, you know me, I'm no Trump apologist, far from it. But I have no time for revisionist history. And you even had Jay Johnson, who was the Department of Homeland Security chief during the Obama administration. You even had Jay Johnson come out and saying that that was a necessary tactic to undertake. I mean, think about it. If you are a parent, if, if you are adults and you have young kids and adults are arrested, what do they do with the kids? They just leave them at home, left to their own devices if the kids are like eight and six years old? Ah, sorry, kids, your parents broke the law. We got to take them under arrest. Um, you can fend for yourself, can't you? No. I mean, parents by nature would be separated from the kids. So not only are they showing you a guide to supposedly combat, you know, what they're calling mega nonsense, crazy mega nonsense, they're responding to it with just absolute falsehoods. But hey, we gotta tamp down the rancor, right, Mr. President? We gotta we gotta we gotta be unified here, don't we, Mr. Biden? So it's very clear that Joe Biden really doesn't have a, a big hand in his reelection campaign. It's it's weakened at Biden's at this point, where they're basically propping him up and then taking the string and you know the fishing pole and yeah, hi and making him wave. I mean, that's what I picture when he's on Nantucket, when he's in a beach chair and someone's reeling a, a line and a reel to move his hand to wave to people as they're passing by. So, yeah, it's very clear that he's not in control of the campaign. So, so much for unity. I mean, this this smacks of uh, on Inauguration Day 2021 when, obviously, Joe Biden was being inaugurated. One of, the, one of the key excerpts of his speech was we need to lower the temperature. You know, there's a lot of unrest and a lot of violence and a lot of bitterness and uh, incendiary rhetoric going back and forth. And, of course, this was two weeks removed from the January 6th riots. And, and at the time, that was a perfectly appropriate and prudent thing to do is say, hey, lower the temperature here. This is getting out of control. People are getting hurt. And yet, all he does when there are Republicans that agree with him, that that disagree with him, I should say, basically labels them as MAGA Republicans. Or like when Georgia passes legislation addressing their election systems, Joe Biden Calls it, oh, it's going to make Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Basically saying they're suppressing the vote of black people. Well, fast forward a year after that bill was passed, there wasn't one person who said they had a bad experience voting. And believe me, had they found just one, they would have propped that person up on MSNBC, CNN, and they would have been shouting that from the hills. But it was a, it, it was an inflammatory remark, an incendiary, or incendiary remark, the legislation passed. There were no issues with voting. So, eh, we took a shot. We shot our shot. People didn't buy it. The legislation passed. Okay, no harm, no foul. So you can, you can make inflammatory statements that are rooted in falsehoods. And it's like, eh, whatever. But that's lowering the temperature, huh, Mr. President? So it, it's obvious 
uh, Joe Biden's a fraud. And I had uh, there was someone on the uh, Narn show Twitter feed that responded to my story about this. You know, I basically said, you know, remember when the walking cadaver in the White House basically said we need to lower the temperature? And now he's putting out this stuff, you know, how to uh, a handy guide for responding to crazy, crazy mega nonsense so much for lowering the temperature. And of course, this person comes back with, hey, remember a bunch of crazy mega idiots uh, tried to uh, keep a president illegally uh, in, pra- in, in the Oval Office on January 6, 2021? You know, so we're play, we're still playing this whataboutism game. It's like, I just I you know I just look at that as a bunch of idiots having a collective temper tantrum. And besides, uh, President Warmed Over Death has reliably informed us that it takes nuclear weapons and F-15s to overthrow the government. But a bunch of idiots with "Don't Tread on Me" flags and red MAGA hats were somehow going to overthrow the government. So you want to play this whataboutism game, pal? Um, bring it on. So. Yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving with with your family and that you followed uh, whomever was putting the words in the president's mouth about how to be unified and, and get rid of the rancor. But th- this is just like something that comes along every holiday, and it's always put out by the progressives. Your one-stop shop guide to deal with whatever, whether it has for Trump talking points, crazy mega nonsense, misinformation about Obamacare, misinformation about COVID, whatever. These people don't want unity. They say it because it makes for good talking points. It makes for feel-good pablum, you know, when you're, when you're watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade. But their actions very clearly state that unity is something they are not the least bit interested in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And check out our, the live stream of our Northern Alliance Radio Network broadcast. Check out our NARN Facebook page where we have the live stream up and running there. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment in mere moments. Go nowhere. She's smart, beautiful, and a former Fox Business Channel host. Now you can hear her take on the day's financial news on the Trish Regan Show on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older. 
but it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain, lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pain, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with a feel-better-or-your-money-back guarantee. That number, 1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. America is giving away its inventions and technology to China. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. This shocking new movie, Innovation Race, exposes the potential Chinese takeover of 5G and the Internet, threatening America's economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. Watch the movie, Innovation Race, now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Advantage Autoglass is your local autoglass specialist for over 20 years. Expect a lifetime warranty and no insurance hassle. Visit ReplaceMyWindshield.com. ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Hey, welcome back. Amp 12 to the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. Doesn't that bring you back to the Clinton campaign from 30 plus years ago? Yeah, brings me back. Not in a good way. Hey, don't forget, uh, we also have the uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page up and running with our live stream. And as always, our good friend Wild Wilson checking in from Texas. Wild, good to see you as always, sir. And uh, thank you to all for tuning in. Yeah, we're live today. We are live today. Uh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. I know I certainly did. Uh, you know, as is, as is custom, ate an awful lot. I uh, had uh, leftovers Thursday evening after dinner. Had leftovers Friday for lunch, Friday evening for dinner. Saturday for, I mean, you know, I, I sense a theme here. Yeah, I had a lot of leftovers, so, uh, and took yesterday. Didn't do a whole lot yesterday, so just kind of laid around and recovered and uh, ready to get on with the week, and we're less than a month away from Christmas. Can you believe that? Uh, I can hardly believe that myself, but uh, as we get closer to the end of the year, that means closer to a new year, and 2024 is a big year. Yeah, 2024 happens to be the 20th anniversary of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. That'll be coming up in March, so stay tuned to our stations as we uh, talk more about the hoopla surrounding that. But it's a presidential election year. And one of the big stories that has kind of come across that has happened thus far in 2023 is an incumbent president who is seeking re-election, obviously. Well, that's not big news, an incumbent president seeking re-election. That's not big news. But the fact that he's getting a primary challenger 
Okay, that may not be big news because I presidents have gotten primary challengers in the past, but they've never really amounted to anything. But this one might have some legs. We talked about this when it first happened. Uh, Representative Dean Phillips, he's a member of the U.S. House right here out of Minnesota, Congressional District 3, which is uh, in the uh, one of the uh, congressional districts in the metro area, metropolitan area. Uh, Dean Phillips was first elected there in 2018 and has won re-election his subsequent two elections. This was a statement that uh, he released a couple of days ago. My journey to public service began the morning after the 2016 election when I faced the reality that democracy requires participation, not observation. Seven years have passed, each presenting historic opportunities to practice a brand of optimistic politics that repairs relationships and improves people's lives. We have met those moments, and after three terms, it is time to pass the torch. To my colleagues in Congress, serving with you has been the honor of a lifetime, particularly during some of the darkest days in our nation's history. We must stop fighting one another and begin fighting for one another before it's too late. To my amazing community, the most engaged in the entire nation, you have made this the most joyful job I've ever had. I always say that representation begins with listening, and your diverse and respectful voices represent the very best of America. I know my successor will serve you with, in, uh, with invitation, integrity, and fortitude because you will demand it, and all Americans deserve it. To my extraordinary staff, past and present, you are among the best, brightest, and most principled individuals with whom I have ever worked in any capacity. Minnesota and the nation are in good hands. Congress is better for your service, and our country joins me in celebrating you. The future is very bright as long as we have the courage and make the choice to seek it. Keep the faith. So, again, that's from Representative Dean Phillips, Congressman, Minnesota Congressman out of Minnesota's 3rd Congressional District. So he's all in. He's all in. This was one of the criticisms that was levied toward him by never-Trump Republicans who basically now vote Democrat and you know people who typically vote Democrat. It's like, well... You know, you were how dare you know? It was almost as if a how dare you run against an incumbent president? What are you trying to do here? Make an incumbent president work for his reelection? We need to defeat Donald Trump. That's the biggest priority. Da da da. And they don't believe Dean Phillips is up to it. Well, you know, kudos to Dean Phillips. First of all, I'm not voting for Dean Phillips. I don't care what he runs for. I don't vote for Democrats. That is an ironclad principle I have. I do not vote for Democrats. Okay, so it's not happening. However, I give kudos to Dean Phillips because he puts his money where his mouth is. Joe Biden can't be the Democrat candidate for president if you want to ensure Donald Trump does not get elected. Because here's the thing. You have all of these progressives talking about Trump being this ultimate danger to democracy. And he's the he's the biggest danger to our republic in its history. Which, if you're saying that, number one, you're an idiot. I'll just be frank. And you're suffering from recency bias. And you apparently have no grasp of American history. Okay? Just go back two, three centuries. Donald Trump's not close to being the most dangerous thing our republic has faced. I don't think he should be president again, and I'm not voting for him. I've made that very clear. But most dangerous thing to our republic ever in its history? Come on. You're you're ignorant of history if you believe that. But Dean Phillips, you know, he's he has he was one of the first Democrats that I recall publicly saying, "Yeah, Joe Biden's best days have passed him by. We need younger, fresher perspective in politics." 
Joe Biden ain't it. He, you know, and I don't know if Dean Phillips said he's not physically or mentally up to the job. That's what I say. But I'm sure he was thinking that. And Dean Phillips put his money where his mouth is. So, okay, fine. I'll step forward. I don't believe he should be president. I don't believe he should run again. I should believe, I believe he should pass the torch. And Dean Phillips, you know, was chided by a lot of Democrats saying, well, how can you carry on your, you, you, how can you carry on your congressional seat, your congressional duties and challenge an incumbent president? And, he, and once this inevitably fails, you're just going to run back and run for your congressional seat, your safe seat again. So Dean Phelps says, okay, fine. I'm not running for re-election. Happy now? This is like Bob Dole circa 1996 where Bob Dole, who was senator out of Kansas for decades, stepped aside and said, no, it's all or nothing. Now, Bob Dole had no chance to upend Bill Clinton, but you know what? He went all in. And so I give props to Dean Phillips for that. But here's what I'll say. A lot of these progressives are talking about how Donald Trump, again, most dangerous threat is most dangerous threat to our democracy, our republic. Okay, if that's true, then why are you trying to prop up the one person who could potentially lose to him in a general election? Generic Democrat does better head-to-head against Donald Trump than does Joe Biden. Now, I get it. We're 11 months out, 11 and a half months out from Election Day. I get it. A lot of things can change. A lot of things will change. But as right now, Donald Trump leads Joe Biden in a lot of these key swing states. So there's a non-zero chance Donald Trump could be elected president. So if he's such a dangerous to de- danger to democracy, why do you insist on propping up Joe Biden to oppose him in the 2024 election cycle when there's a legitimate chance he could lose to Donald Trump? You're full of crap. I'll be frank about it. I don't have much time left. I got about a minute and a half left in the segment, so I don't have time to mince words. You're full of garbage. If you really believe Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. So unify behind some different, unify behind generic Democrat. Dean Phillips is about as generic Democrat as you can get. Now, if you try to swing the other way and go to Governor Greaseball, go to the far left, governor out of California, Governor Gavin Newsom, um, I don't think that's going to work out the way you think it is. Go with generic Democrat. Because they have a better chance of defeating Donald Trump, who looks to be the candidate. Again, I'm not seeding that, but. It looks to be that he will be the candidate. So I'm just saying here, uh, Dean Phillips, again, I'm not going to vote for him, but kudos to him putting his money where his mouth is. He was the first to say Joe Biden should not run for reelection. He says, "Okay, fine. None of y'all are going to step up. Watch me work. So um, this will be interesting to unfold over the next several months, to be sure. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's hashtag NARN show. And don't forget to check out the live stream of our broadcast on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with another segment in Mere Moments. Go nowhere. The institutions use the markets to create income and get better returns for their investors. They are consistent year after year using tools that most people know nothing about. Learn the skills to invest and trade with the institutions at a free investing class in our local Twin City Center or virtually at 952-814-4410. Discover the tools the institutions use daily at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410. 
or go to learnwithota.com. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call. And learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-949-8708. 800-949-8708. 800-949-8708. That's 800-949-8708. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marian Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking health and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 366-7773 or check us out on the web prolifeacrossamerica.org Prolife Across America is educational non-political and tax deductible Are you tired of going online every day and getting news meant to make you afraid or meaningless celebrity gossip fighting for your attention? Want something different? Something positive? Make your new homepage Christianity.com with daily devotionals, answers to life's tough questions, and meaningful Bible study from favorite pastors and authors on today's current events and issues. Now you have a homepage that reflects your life and your faith. Join the thousands of others who have joined Christianity.com and experience the difference that good news can make in your life. Used, but I'm still missing you and I can't see the end of this. Just want to feel Hey, welcome back. AM 12 the Patriots. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And don't forget the live stream of our broadcast is up and running. Excuse me, at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. You can check us out there as well. Uh, before I move on to the next topic, do you want to get to this uh, caller on line one, Bob, in Shoreview. Bob, good to hear from you, sir. You are on the broadcast. Uh, yeah, it just amazes me how Americans will believe the lies about Trump, but they won't believe the truth about Biden. And the truth about Biden is that, you know, he probably violated the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, where you enrich yourself, you know, by illegal means. And it just goes to show how the mainstream media has brainwashed Americans. And, you know, when I hear Biden saying at the Thanksgiving Day Parade, oh, come on, aren't we all friends? Aren't we all on the same side? It's kind of like kids, you know, when you get in trouble and you, don't, and you think you're going to get caught. 
you know, uh, like, oh, aren't we all buddies? You know, he he doesn't want to be prosecuted for, you know, enriching himself illegally. So can't we all be one, you know, all be friends? You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, uh, who was it? Who was, thanks for the call, Bob. Who was the group that uh, sings that? Was it War, Sly and the Family Stone? I forget who was it. Why can't we be friends? Something like that. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, great point, Bob. You never heard much about the emoluments clause until uh, Donald Trump took office, and all of a sudden, you know, they were they were outraged over uh, possibly using a position of the office to enrich yourself. So it's a great point, but yeah, and and then and that's that that goes into a larger point, which I really don't have time to get into. But if we just had an honest media that was committed to doing their basic job, which is conveying facts, I mean empirical facts to the American public, not narrative journalism, not biased reports, just concrete facts. I'm talking facts. There's a difference between facts and truth because people today, the truth, even that's warped because you, you ever hear the phrase, your truth, speak your truth. No, no, there's the truth, but we don't want to talk about that. So just, you know, convey facts. Hey, this morning, the, 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 uh, uh, the sun rose in the East. Yeah. That's a, that's a basic fact. Convey that to people. And we just don't have an honest media. And my God, could we use one? But <clears throat> anyways, appreciate the call, Bob. So I want to move on to a different topic. Uh, there is a anniversary that snuck up on us. It snuck up on me anyways. Uh, this past week, National Review had written about it. On Tuesday, November 21st, it was the 10-year anniversary of then-Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, along with Chuck Schumer and the rest of the Senate Democrats, shattering long-standing norm by abolishing the filibuster for judicial and executive branch nominees other than Supreme Court justices. Because the rationale was that Republicans were stonewalling judicial appointments by then-President Barack Obama. Barack Obama obviously would put forth nominees, and the Senate would advise and consent. And at the time, you needed 60 senators to invoke cloture, meaning cutting off debate, before you would get an up or down vote. And then, obviously, they were confirmed by a simple majority once cloture was invoked. And Harry Reid, in fact, I found the tweet. The tweet is still up there. Harry Reid, no longer with us. He passed away, I think, almost two years ago now. Uh, on November 21st, 2013, put out this tweet from his Senator Reed Twitter account saying, thanks to all of you who encouraged me to consider filibuster reform, it had to be done. And it was so hilarious to read that because I, I wrote about it at bradcarlson.org about how this was quite the flim-flam the Democrats uh, put forth because eight and a half years earlier, so this would have been the uh, summer of spring and summer of 2005 when George W. Bush was president, and Republicans had complete control of Congress. They had a majority in the House and a majority in the Senate. Not a supermajority, but a majority nonetheless. I think they had maybe 54, 55 members, something like that. Whatever it was, it was a significant majority. Well, the Democrats were stonewalling a lot of President Bush's judicial appointments. And there was also a Supreme Court vacancy where President Bush presented John Roberts. I forget who he was, um, whose place he was taking. I think it was, was it Justice Brennan, I think? I think Rehnquist was still on the bench at the time. I don't, I don't recall 100%. doesn't really matter. But the point is, there was a Supreme Court vacancy, 
and John Roberts was put forth by President Bush. And the Democrats were going to filibuster that nominee. And it's like, come on, this is President Bush's first Supreme Court choice. Typically, you know, the kind of the unwritten rule of Washington was the first choice sails through, and by then it's subject to more scrutiny. And let's not forget, Antonin Scalia was confirmed, like, I think, 98 to nothing, 99 to nothing, something like that, unanimously. So those days are long gone, okay? But the Republicans are saying, come on, John Roberts, mainstream nominee, let, we need to put him through, and Democrats would not put up five members to get to the 60 to invoke cloture. And the Republicans threatened the nuclear option. They said, okay, if this continues, we're going to consider invoking the nuclear option where it just takes a simple majority to change the rules of the Senate. And what we're going to do is we're going to make it so you need only a simple majority to invoke cloture on judicial nominees. And then, of course, they are uh, then they can have an up or down vote. And that has always taken a simple majority. Well, the Democrats basically, their reaction would tell you that that was tantamount to treason. Republicans even suggesting putting forth the nuclear option for judicial nominees in the Bush administration. And as Republicans are wont to do, they tucked their tail between their legs because they were afraid, you know, the Democrats and their media lapdogs would say bad things about them. So, so well, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's kind of compromise. Let's, let's, let's do what we call uh, the Gang of 14. So what you had was, set, you know, Google it, kids, Gang of 14 in the Congress. Seven Republicans, seven Republican senators, seven Democrat senators. They would get together and they would say and they would agree to judicial nominees where cloture would be invoked. So therefore, you could keep the filibuster and not these nominees would be put through. And then, OK, we'll we'll invoke cloture on John Roberts and then it'll be a simple up or down vote. And I think John Roberts got like 78 votes. So he was voted to be a justice, Supreme Court justice overwhelmingly. And you think about it, that was kind of the beginning of where people got sick and tired of Republicans. It's like you have the majority. Not only do you have the White House, you have the majority in Congress, and you're acting like you're in the minority cutting these deals because you're afraid your Democrat colleagues and their media lapdogs will say bad things about you. And that's when people got sick of Republicans. And, of course, in 2006, uh, what George W. Bush later called the thumping, when the Democrats took control of the House, and flipped six Senate seats to take control of the Senate. So President George W. Bush basically was persona non grata the final two years of his presidency. And then, of course, Barack Obama was elected in 08, and the Democrats got even larger majorities, and at one point had a supermajority, 60 members in the Senate. And it's all because people got sick of voting for Republicans. You know, we're sick and tired of saying, well, at least they aren't the Democrats. The Democrats suck worse. You know, give us something more. If you're a Republican, you should demand more from your party than, yeah, we're not as bad as the Democrats, at least, because managing the decay is not a very inspiring political slogan. i got to be honest with you. So I bring all that up to say that fast forward eight and a half years after the Gang of 14, Democrats all of a sudden, it's like it's no longer treason to invoke the nuclear option. And Mitch McConnell, who was minority leader back then, said, you're going to rue this day. You're going to rue the day when you've done this because you will not always be in the majority. One day you're going to be in the minority, and this will be used against you. And sure enough, 
when it came time for President Trump to get his first Supreme Court pick, the first month he was president in 2017, Neil Gorsuch, mainstream nominee, Trump's first pick, and it was basically a lateral move because he had the same judicial philosophy, or mostly the same judicial philosophy as Antonin Scalia, the person that Neil Gorsuch would replace in the Supreme Court. The Republicans said, you know, this is a mainstream nominee. If you filibuster him, we may consider invoking the nuclear option. And John McCain, who was as traditionalist in the Senate as there was, when he went along with invoking the nuclear option to get Gorsuch through, you know the Democrats overplayed their hand because John McCain was no fan of Donald Trump. But even he said, this is a mainstream nominee. It is tradition. Presidents get their first pick on the Supreme Court sailed through, and subsequent picks get further, get larger scrutiny. So this should be put through. And he was loath to sign on to the nuclear action, but he begrudgingly did it. And then the Democrats had no options once a second seat opened up when Justice Anthony Kennedy retired and Brett Kavanaugh was elevated. Ain't no way Republicans would have invoked the nuclear option for Brett Kavanaugh, given his baggage that he came into that nomination process. But because the Democrats had no options and it was already, you know, simple majority for judicial picks, Brett Kavanaugh got through, despite the the witch hunt that went against him. And, yeah, I'm calling it a witch hunt. I said what I said. So Harry Reid was the gift that kept on giving. All of these Trump judicial appointments sailed on through during his presidency. And that led to him getting three judicial Supreme Court picks culminating with Amy, Amy Coney Barrett a couple of weeks before Trump was uh, lost re-election. And because of that, the conser- there was a conservative majority on the court, and that allowed them to overturn Roe v. Wade. So by Harry Reid overturning the judicial filibuster ultimately led to less than 10 years later to Roe v. Wade being overturned. And there was a story that came out, a study that was being done, that since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June 2022, at least 30,000 babies have been born that would have otherwise been aborted. Now, again, correlation, causation, caveats apply here, I think. I don't know how they came up with that number. But if that were true, then Harry Reid uh, and the Democrats exercising bad politics ended up biting them. In the rear end. Uh, you love to see it. You just love to see it. And I'll read the last few uh, paragraphs of National Review commemorating the 10-year anniversary of the Democrats' destruction of norms by overturning the judicial filibuster. Uh, once Donald Trump entered the White House, Republicans used Reed's weapon to confirm 54 circuit judges and 174 district judges in four years. With the precedent in tatters, they also discarded its remains to confirm Three Supreme Court nominees who would have been enormously difficult to get on the court with a 60-volt threshold. Those three justices from the backbone of the new conservative majority and provided the decisive votes to overturn Roe v. Wade. Reed, who died in late 2021, lived to see the utter ruination of his plans by his own actions. Be careful what you wish for. And again, that was basically Mitch McConnell's quote. When the Democrats did this in 2013, be careful what you wish for. You will rue this day. And indeed they have. So uh, I, in my 12 years on this broadcast, there has been no single elected official of whom I've been more critical than Harry Reid. In fact, 
I remember the Sunday before the 2016 presidential election, Harry Reid was not running for re-election that year, so he was going to be done. I had a top 10 list of Harry Reid's most hacktastic moments while in the U.S. Senate. I dedicated basically an entire hour of my show to saying goodbye to that despicable hack that was Harry Reid. And um, again, he's no longer with us. Uh, I don't speak ill. Of, I shouldn't speak ill of the dead. He had loved ones. Sorry for your loss, even though, you know, like I say, it's been two years. Certainly sorry for your loss. But Harry Reid, the senator, the elected official, uh, yeah, I have no apologies in bringing up the how this was basically the proverbial exploding cigar in his face. One final segment coming up this hour with me, Brad Carlson, the closer, AM 12, 8 of the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back in mere moments. Go nowhere. every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. It takes teamwork to stay safe on Minnesota roads during the winter. You can help. When you see snowplows at work, slow down. Slower speeds can save lives. Don't crowd the plow and leave plenty of space between yourself and other vehicles. Keep your headlights on to see and be seen. Avoid distractions and always stay alert behind the wheel. This message brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Transportation, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. 
Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. Hey, welcome back. AM1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment, short segment this hour, 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And uh, we do have our live stream of our broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So I hope you can check us out there as well. Feel feel free to leave a comment there if you so desire. Uh, Story that uh, broke a couple of days ago. This is from NBCNews.com. Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer convicted of George Floyd's murder, is expected to survive after he was stabbed in prison, the Minnesota Attorney General's office said Saturday. Chauvin was hospitalized Friday following an assault at the Medium Security Federal Correctional Institution at Tucson, A law enforcement source with knowledge of the incident said Chauvin was seriously injured in the assault. The Federal Bureau of Prisons said the incident took place at uh, 1230 p.m. Sorry, refresh, I was reading. And responding employees initiated life-saving measures for one incarcerated individual. The press secretary for the Office of the Minnesota Attorney General said Saturday, I can confirm that as of last night, Chauvin was expected to survive. Further details were not released. In a statement Friday, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison said he was, quote, saddened by the incident. I'm sad to hear that Derek Chauvin was the target of violence. He said he was duly convicted of his crimes, and like any incarcerated individual, he should hope to be able to serve his sentence without fear of retaliation or violence. Wow, that was an incredibly uh, responsible statement by the Attorney General, who is a blatantly far-left hack, but... I'll give credit where credit is due to Attorney General Ellison on that one. You know, whenever a police officer goes goes to jail, obviously they're going to be a big target because prisoners don't have a lot of love for cops. I think that's an obvious statement. Uh, but particularly somebody as high profile as, as Derek Chauvin, I mean, his face is, was known worldwide within a matter of, hours after that Memorial Day 2020 incident where, you know, the infamous image of him with his knee on the back of of George Floyd's neck. And I know the uh, Liz Collin documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis, is available out there. I haven't seen it yet. I'll at least check it out. And um, if I have a review to give on the broadcast, I will. I know Mitch had her on the broadcast, his broadcast yesterday. So, uh, definitely listen back to Mitch's broadcast to hear Liz and uh, her perspective on that. She's gotten a lot of national press for it, that is for sure. Uh, and again, some people are calling it propaganda because you know Liz is married to the to Bob Kroll, who was the former head of the Minneapolis Police Officers Union. So some people say you know she can't be an, a, a detached observer, and you know that's fine if you just want to do the appeal to authority reaction there that's all fine and good but i would think that if that's the case then it's then the substance of the film the documentary should be easy to pick apart you know should be able easy to pick apart with basic facts 
Let's hear those. And again, I'm saying this. This is coming from somebody who hasn't seen it yet. I plan on it because I'm just out of curiosity more than anything simply because the Twin Cities is my home. So I want to I want to check out this perspective. But, you know, I, I, I am curious, you know, typically um, a, pe- a facility like this, and I don't know if anything has been said about the perpetrator of this incident, you know, the person who actually uh, stabbed uh, Officer Chauvin. Uh, don't know what he's there for. But typically, federal facilities, correctional facilities like this, you know, if I know anything about him, you don't. You typically don't have violent criminals, and that would stand to reason if it's considered medium security. So I'd be curious to know the background of this person. If this person did, you know, have an axe to grind against uh, against law enforcement officers, or you know, being in a federal penitentiary, you know, did they commit some crime like swindling millions upon millions of dollars? Who knows? Who knows that 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 angle? I'm 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 curious to know about. But I hate to say it, this was sadly predictable that Derek Chauvin's life would be endangered, spending going to spend two plus decades in jail. And I often wonder if he's if he's going to survive that time because you know he'll be out if he's able to serve his full sentence. He'll be out right around when he's seventy years old. Okay, so. I guess my point is, is he is he going to see age 70? Is he going to live to be able to get out? Because, again, moments after, within hours after this incident happened, on Memorial Day 2020, his face was known literally all across the world. So just a uh, just an awful incident all around. And, and I agree with the Attorney General. He should be able to serve his sentence for a crime for which he was duly convicted and be able to serve it and hopefully rehabilitate himself. I mean, isn't that the reason for being in jail anyways? So uh, certainly we'll keep our eye upon this story, that's for sure. Hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back, mere moments, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network, me, Brad Carlson. Back in a few. the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her Relief Factor story. 
One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain, lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with a feel-better or your money-back guarantee. That number, 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-240-4587. That's 800-240-4587. AM1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.